Do you ever wonder where your food comes from? That's what got us started on this adventure. We talk to everyone we can to answer the question, what makes the Comox Valley food scene so special? Join us on our culinary exploration of this edible valley. Thanks again for tuning in to the Edible Valley Podcast. You're with us today, Will, John, and myself, Darren. We're going to talk about eggs. We're going to talk about eggs because, hey, there's how many hundreds of ways to cook eggs? Do you know, I feel like this is a topic, like I remember back when we owned Prontissima six or seven years ago, I remember you and I having this discussion because you were talking about Chef Aaron Rail, uh, previously of Avenue, previously of White Whale. Um, and you were talking about him and you said, I thought it was great that he well, turned the topic into... You said, nice one, Aaron. Just phone <laughs> that one in. Yeah. And I was like, no, that's literally the most brilliant recipe yeah, I've ever seen. because he had submitted a recipe on how to boil an egg. Yeah, because yeah. nobody does it, right? Right. And uh, But ever since then, I know that it's come up before. You've said, hey, one of these days we should talk about eggs. So yeah. here we are. That's we're, today. We're talking about eggs. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other fact is that I was going through my freezer... Right. Oh, here we go. So, okay, I need to know this story because you guys are you guys have a story here, and I don't. I have no idea what you're well, talking about. You're laughing about. When Will moved in, uh-huh. he um, needs egg whites, right, as a protein, right, for his. He's a sporty young guy. Yeah. Anyway, egg whites. So then he started collecting them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's difficult to find a source of egg whites, and I found several. You found more than several. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit like finding a place where you can get truffles. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a source. Everyone knows. I'm not even going to say it, but I've got a source. You've got a couple of you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever I found, uh, you know, I don't know, a couple of pints of egg white, I'd feel this dopamine feeling of achievement. (laughs) And I never once realized that I didn't need a gallon of egg whites every week. <laughs> and oh my God, is that how much I you mean, yeah, at one point it was really bad. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's a good size freezer and there's four liter buckets full of egg whites in You're there. Kidding. And there must be like 50. I need about a pint a week. Yeah. You wow. did do a good, like, not only were they getting in the fridge, but he's like, how long do these last? And I'm like, well, they can last a good amount of time. Yeah. But this is not something you're going to eat in the next six months. So exactly, yeah, yeah. That's so that's that's basically how it how it came about. Now, that's actually quite an interesting thing with eggs. Egg whites last quite a long time. Yeah, like a long time. Yeah. Are you prepared to talk about that more? Because uh, I'm shocked. I yeah, they last a long time. As in, I was talking with my baker, and she's like, you know what? They're actually better after they last a week or so. You know, they're easier to work with for making right. meringues and stuff like that. Um, but she was like, you know when egg whites go bad, because as soon as you pop the lid off and you're like, that smells the bad. The smell. They're gone. Yeah. yeah. So it's obvious. And yeah. I, I can have them in there two, three, four weeks. I think so. And it so. still smells lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, that's that's sort of my rule of thumb. I, I actually my, I had my brother laughing the other day when I said that. I was like, food will always tell you when it doesn't want to be eaten. Yeah. If and it doesn't smell or look awful, it's mm. going to taste awful. Like food tells you, don't eat me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you open something and go, ooh, yeah. don't eat it. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. I, I have moved in with my wonderful girlfriend, and mm-hmm. she is, the minute it hits that use-by date, it's it's gone. And really? I've, I obviously have a big aversion to that, and she yeah. doesn't like waste. She's actually ahead yeah. of me in that sense. So I'm now the taster and the sniffer <laughs> and all those things. And the, your, your innate sense 
of your body telling you if you can have something. Yeah. It's there and it's strong. Yeah. It's just I'm, like putting your hand on something too hot and you pull yeah, it back. Exactly. I uh, my, I haven't mentioned this in a long time, but my dad used to work in a grocery store as I grew up. That's where I had access and exposure to lots of foods that maybe other people didn't because he would always get the, the weird and wonderful new stuff to try out. But I remember that him saying that when I was like 10. He's the use by dates. He's like, those aren't those aren't real. Those are just estimations. So you got to, you know, you, it's up to you to decide mm. if this is still good or not or mm. if it's whatever, you know, you can tell. Yeah. So well, and it was like like with the pasta. We yeah. had a 2 week expiry date on those things. Yeah. Yeah, but they were really good until that little fuzz started appearing yeah. on them and then you because we kept a few in the back just to see what happened and yeah, yeah you'd be like mm. There's two weeks, there's yeah. three and fuzz. No, gone. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, it's so, important to say with the egg whites, yeah. you know, you you know, it can be dangerous if it's gone off. You need to sniff it and you need to make the decision for yourself. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. it's over two or three days, I do give it a good sniff. I yeah. know there's a whole bunch of uh, health inspectors right now just going, oh my Freaking. God, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? What are you yeah. telling those people? Just, um, I, that's <laughs> for the judge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Okay, so what's the fate of these egg whites? Let's bring this back to the eggs. Well, they're gone. Oh, are they? Most of them. You chuck them out without telling No, them. no. I threw out two four-liter buckets that had a liter left in them. So I'm like, wow. yeah, I cleared yeah. them out. But I needed room in the freezer. Mm. Do you know what? I, I mean, just because, again, we didn't do any preparation. So normally there's the stuff I would talk about before we hit record. Uh, I was watching uh, Kenji, um, Kenji Lopez-Alt, Kenji J. Lopez from food lab he has uh a channel again my brother's favorite chef and he turned me on to him and i've been watching him and uh he did something i've never seen before but whenever he cracks an egg he cracks it uh over of uh, like a salad like not a strainer but a colander mm-hmm. and he just wants to get that little like half whatever two or three milliliters of just the watery mm-hmm. part and he just he just doesn't like to use that. He's like that just sort of ruins things. Whenever I so whenever he's cooking with eggs, he always cracks them up open oh. over that and then retains the. Well, that's that's part of the egg breaking down. Yeah, because over time the right. the egg yolk so that egg isn't white story mm-hmm. sort of deteriorates a little bit. Right. So and you can tell like a fresh egg will have a very firm. Right. And the older the egg gets, the there's a little bit more of that more watery content. And, yeah. Interesting. So that's very very interesting. So should we start on? Uh, well, you're the one that wanted to talk about preparation of eggs. So what, let, why don't you carry the conversation uh, here? I just said let's talk about how many ways there are to cook eggs, and and this is sure. just going to get us hungry. <laughs> uh, let's start with uh, hard boiled eggs. Okay. How are we are like? we giving it the way that we do it? Sure. How do you do it? For me, for a hard-boiled egg, I get the water to boil, to right. a ra- raging boil. No eggs in it, of course. A little bit of salt. Turn the element down to about three-quarters heat, so like uh, medium-high to me- like right. uh, just past medium. Um, and put the eggs in and wait 10 minutes if I want them hard. Uh, wait eight minutes if I want them a little bit runny in the middle. Right. Whereas I go the complete opposite way as I start with cold. Oh, yeah. You bring them up. Yeah. And wait till it comes to a simmer and then hit a timer for seven minutes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how I've gone for it. Um, I could imagine that you'd get a more consistent egg that way because if you're bringing up the temperature to the whole thing all at once, you're getting that. Like it's starting off. The whole thing is starting off at the same heat instead of the shock of the outside. Now, what are you eating your hard boiled eggs with? 
Like, how would I eat a hard-boiled egg? Because me and me, it was breakfast. It was, and my daughter was the tap-tap egg. Oh yeah, we that's would, I grew up that way. Yeah, yeah. we'd always have. It was and, like, what do you want for breakfast soldiers? today? Tap-tap eggs. Oh yeah, and we'd be like, tap-tap, <laughs> take the top off. I don't remember where it came from, but uh, cutting really well-toasted toast uh, into thin strips to dip. Yeah, they were called the soldiers. Ah, so hard-boiled eggs. Dipping soldiers. your soldiers. Yeah. I just got. like a little salt and pepper on my yeah. on my eggs, but then again too, like hard boiled eggs. Once you cool them down and peel them, uh-huh. uh, I've also ice bath after uh-huh. you've cooked the eggs, throw them in yeah. an ice bath, and that shrinks the center, so it's a little bit easier to peel. Yeah, I've also been uh, cooked with baking soda. Yeah, I've heard about that too to keep them from um, sticking to the shell. Yeah, we did this at the uh, the salad bar. Oh yeah, with the um, Hugh Bend Elementary School, we'd be big. We get farm fresh eggs, yeah, which actually seem to be harder to peel, yeah, uh, and just because they're that much fresher, so the the yeah. the, the shell seems to. So we put it, and we never had ice, so we were always like someone's like baking soda, interesting. And so it worked, and so yeah, we peel a hundred eggs or whatever. I, I'll be honest, the only time I cook hard boiled eggs anymore is when I'm making an egg sandwich, and I have a very particular way I make egg sandwich. I don't need to go into it right now, but I can't like just go buy somebody else's. Right, egg sandwich. I have to have the one I make, and that's it. So I don't eat a lot of them anymore. But yeah, it's been a while since I boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. Actually, now that I think of it, I've been getting into pickled eggs too. Really? Yeah. Ooh, Interesting. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever had one. No. Well, I've done them. We're doing them at work with. Oh, the, nice. So we're doing a beet pickled egg. So we. Oh, nice. Hard boil the egg and then place it into yeah. uh, a beet brine. Is that so? You're giving it a bit of a shatter to the eggshell so that you get some bleed through, or are you? Yeah. We're. Or you're uh, peeling and yeah. dumping them into nice. vinegar and then those are going on a charcuterie tray so nice but they just look beautiful with that that beautiful beet color and yeah yeah i generally if i'm eating an egg if i'm like if egg is not an ingredient if it's the the sort of the focal point for me generally it's a fried egg or and i don't yeah. i'm I'm one of those weird people that I know that, you know, really well fried egg, white, that you, or sunny side up, I know that that's the thing right now to have as a, a protein topper or, or a finishing element. And I'm just, I'm not there. I don't like that crunchy, crispy outlying bit of a fried egg as you would find it served in a lot of restaurants right now. Fried eggs are not supposed to be brown. I like mine. I would almost call it like a coddled egg. Like, I don't know if that's the proper term, but I heard it once and I was like, I think that's pretty much how you describe what I do, where it's almost like a basted egg, but it is still a fried egg. I'm just cooking it. I fry my egg at a super low temperature for a long time so that I get the white has just firmed up and the yolk is still super runny, but really warm. So, no, I think, I I think, um, Fried eggs should be done quick. They mm-hmm. shouldn't be brown. They should be nice and clean and white. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got your sunny side up. Yeah. Or you've got your over easy, over medium, over hard. Yeah. Which is just a matter of cooking time. So I know yeah. we have the crock. Oh, God. Why is my brain just just fizzled out? <laughs> croque monsieur? Croque, croque, croque monsieur. Yeah. With, a, with, a, with an egg on top of it. Right. And then, uh, yeah, just a nice little egg. And then we have some... Mornay sauce on top of that. Oh, nice! It's just beautiful. But we, for those the other goal that is, don't know what a croque monsieur is, it's a croque madame. It's essentially a grilled ham and cheese sandwich, but 
done the true French like open face yeah. with a, a nice piece of with a nice egg on top oh, and yeah. sauce. So good. But yes, we do a little over easy egg on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's basting eggs, mm-hmm. which is I love basting eggs. Yeah, where you just you fry a sunny side egg, splash of water, put a lid on there, just till you get that nice little sheen over the yeah. the top of it, and it's the steam from the water that just cooks the top of the egg, and then you serve those. And yeah, yeah, it's a little bit softer than say, and honestly, sometimes I'm always like impatient. Yeah. With my fret or with my sunny side eggs, so so I've because my daughter is um, uh, vegetarian, she still eat eggs. Actually, she's I guess she's pescatarian. She just doesn't eat a lot of like any fowl or pork or beef. But so that means that we've turned to a lot of eggs. We do consume a lot of eggs in our house, and like anything now that we do for noodles or for any Asian food, which I do still cook a lot of. Uh, we've taken to doing the the sort of the shredded scrambled egg. Mm-hmm. So you thin out a scrambled egg, and I put in usually a bit of mirin or some sake or some a subtle Asian flavor. I'm not going to put in something strongly, you know, colored like a soy sauce or anything. But and then I thin it out and make a very very well scrambled eggs, and then you just almost do a super 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 thin omelet, and you just let as soon as you turn half the omelet over because it's coming to cooked you add more of the egg mixture and you keep doing that until it keeps you end up with layers and layers and layers of this cooked and then once you pull it out of the pan then you cut it thin and you have ribbons you essentially have noodles mm-hmm. and that's generally how we eat our eggs right now that seems I think to be our, I our honestly protein. to my opinion that most people mm-hmm. overcook their eggs mm-hmm. and that they they do use too the much. The older meat. I get, the more I like them raw and runny. Uh, I don't know the why. The old, the classic. We're skipping eggs all over here, but yeah, the old classic French omelet. Yeah, which I love, right? Yeah. Which is actually still moist in the middle. There's right. still the super puffy one. Are you talking about like well, a, the a, cigar a cigar yeah. shape? Yeah. So okay. it's it's a bit of an art, right? Like you put your, mm-hmm. your hot pan. And you well, turn mean, it yeah. right down and throw, you throw your egg in there and then you pull the sides yes. in. So you sort of build the layers yeah. of the egg. And then as you come to roll it out, you flip the front cover, the front corner over as you're sliding it over the pan. And right. then you roll it out so it forms a nice cigar. Yeah. And so in the middle, it's still runny. A little, yeah. Just exactly. a little runny. And then so as you bring it out, you get this, yeah. you still have these beautiful eggs. Now, a lot of people... <laughs> the first time I did this for a bunch of friends after a party, yeah. they were like, dude, can you just cook the eggs? And, <laughs> and I was like, I'm trying to give you guys some yeah. culture here yeah. and experience real, real omelets. And they're like, no, you got to put them it. back in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I know that our Western omelets are pretty dense and w- almost like cooked to the, I, I find them to be overcooked. Right. But yeah, I like the, the sort of the fluffy, Mm-hmm. It's a little bit raw. It's fine. Yeah, and I like you having your sautéed ingredients in the middle of yeah. it. I don't like them mixed through the scrambled eggs. Yeah. I like to have them like throw them in the middle, yeah. roll it over, and, yeah. and serve it nice and quick. So, uh, how about frittatas? I like frittatas. I like quiche too. I yeah, mean, I know that they're well. What's the difference between frittatas and quiche? Let's talk about that. What is it? Is it pas- pastry? Isn't it? Oh, no, I I don't know. Is it? Yes. Really, it's just that's the difference. Is the quiche it's has pretty the much is they're both a baked baked dish, but one yeah. a quiche would have. Yeah, they're both baked eggs. I would think that the quiche, at least the way I do it, has a lot more 
uh, like cream. Like yeah, no, it actually doesn't matter. It's actually the crust. Interesting. Like quiche has to have a crust. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a, it's like a pie. Yeah, yeah. And I've had some beautiful quiches and bad quiches and. Oh yeah, we used to, my mom. My mom passed a long time ago, but uh, we that was one of her favorite foods. We used to eat a lot of quiche. Oh my goodness. And then uh, I think there was some pushback after grown men don't eat quiche or whatever. That was a thing that went around in the nineties or yeah. <laughs> Don't don't eat quiche. Yeah, but. or real men don't eat quiche. I remember that. Whatever yeah. that was. Oh, I don't. I don't eat like, enough quiche. Yeah, I don't oh, think I love everyone. It. They're great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love the um. What is it? Thomas Keller's the Bouchon. Mm. It's a beautiful quiche in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. The first time I did it, it took me eight hours, <laughs> and it was amazing. And I was like, I'm never going to do this again. But yeah. It was yeah, like it was just it was having that the mixture was right, and I yeah. did it in a, a springform pan. Yeah. So it was a deep, deep yeah, pie yeah. with a nice crust. And I was like, oh. But yeah, most of the time it was actually cooking down the onions. Right. Because I caramelized them for four hours. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So it was literally like, yeah, I had a parchment paper on top of them just lightly. Yeah. Going really slow. And then I'd add a drip of water. But they were like the sweetest onions I've ever tasted. Yeah. And they weren't like expensive or, you know, crazy. They're just standard yellow onions that I just cut nice and thin and just cooked and cooked and cooked. And, oh, huh. it's just absolutely beautiful. So, My preferred ingredients, after you're talking about the onions and I can literally taste them, um, my preferred ingredients in a quiche is definitely leek. Oh, yeah. Leek, broccoli, or mushroom, or combination thereof. Bacon. Yeah, I'm not a big bacon fan. <laughs> just not. Just not bacon? I, I, I kind of burnt out on bacon. I think I just ate too much in my early life that I just, I sort of had my fill. I thought everything was, there was, everybody was making and determined to make things more bacon-ish or more bacon-filled. And I just hit a point where I'm like, I'm done with bacon. I don't think I'd have a menu right now if I didn't have bacon. <laughs> yeah. Between bacon, prosciutto, and... Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying that it's a bad ingredient. I'm not saying that I personally, when I can avoid it, I avoid it because mm. I'd rather something else. Uh, what's uh, this? I'm going to take this one because this is sure. I got the most experience in this. But poached eggs, yeah, yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, sure. Simmering water, mm-hmm. just maybe a couple little bubbles, a little bit of vinegar, just to mm-hmm. hold everything together. Quick stir, drop your eggs in there, mm-hmm. and let them go for you know two, three, four, five minutes, whatever your your doneness. Whether you want to have soft, mm-hmm. medium, or hard. Uh, I know there's always a conflict about what soft, medium, and hard are, and everyone has a little bit of a different description. Yeah, and I know that from years at Atlas. <laughs> I know what a point of contention there. Eh? <laughs> I I took to just saying because I know how Atlas eggs would come out, and I took to just saying your eggs when people would order them, I would just say, "Hey, they're you know, you're okay with a runny yolk, but firm white," and yeah. they would say, "Yeah." So like then because we don't that's the thing where like that's sort of like backpedaling a bit to your conversation somebody would be like well i like mine soft poached but their version of what soft poached is and the kitchen's version of what soft poached is isn't necessarily the same yeah so we're just exchanging ill-defined words i would rather just say hey this is how it's going to come to you unless you have an issue with that you know like the soft yolk the firm white mm-hmm. and most people that's how they want their, yeah. their poached egg yeah the other way I like now too mm-hmm. is the old sous vide egg. Yeah, I you know what? I haven't made eggs with my sous vide since I got one. Oh, you got to try that. I didn't Ooh. even think of that. 
I did a. Be- I do want to back up in a second, but well, I I did a beautiful salad once where, and I forget what you temperature we we sous vided we sous vide the eggs. Okay, not the salad. <laughs> All right, good. Yeah, that went. Yeah, that would have gone wrong. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but we took the eggs and when we we cracked them out of the shell, and so that yeah. slippery, the white that you said you'd strain off, that yeah. that peeled away, and we just had this beautiful eggs that were all poached the exact like a nice <coughs> medium rare, yeah, all the way through. So you could they were you could cut them and they just oozed that sort of that jammy ramen egg. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And it was just such a beautiful like the yolk is just partly cooked. Yeah, so it's thickened a little bit. So it's sort of like that. You know, yeah. like when you're making a custard or creme anglaise, like it right. had that consistency of it. So it's neat because the yolk then sticks to everything as it as it peels out instead of just, you know, yeah. a pool in the bottom of it. Yeah, that's it awesome. Really beautiful. I will say again, I'm not I'm, you know, again, no preparation on this episode. So we have uh, to stop saying I'm, that and just <laughs> run with this. <laughs> <laughs> but I again, I had watched a lot of Kenji Jail. Uh or Kenji J. Lopez Alt. Uh, I watched a lot of him in the last two weeks and it just hit me that I've watched him doing um, uh, poached eggs. Oh, yeah. And he didn't add vinegar to the water, which I know is a pretty much an industry standard. Yeah. Uh, he puts a little bit of salt in the water and then with his spoon, he takes, he roils up the water. He, so he gets it spinning right. almost like a vortex. Spin, spin, spin. And as soon as the spinning slows down to the point where there's no more uh, in that center sort of spin, he just he's already pre-cracked the eggs and he then takes that bowl and puts that bowl almost right into the water and lets the the eddy or the the water flow pull them from the bowl. Mm-hmm. And at first it looks like it's going to stretch them into a horrible mess. But then they just pulled together without touching it to other, and then they they, well, they fully formed. That's how you should properly poach eggs. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> I, I'd never seen it done that way, and I was like, "That's brilliant." Well, because like, you're used to seeing restaurants where you've got to drop be the quick way. Yeah, yeah, you were dropping 32 eggs, and you're like, "Yeah, one, two, three, exactly." Four. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely can do it without the vinegar yeah. is just helping because it yeah. helps pull everything together. Well, that's just it. I don't think a lot of people understand that. Sure. It, like when they're like, oh, this has a tiny vinegar taste. Well, that's holding everything together because if, you know, 40 well, people in the restaurant are ordering breakfast at the same time, uh, you can't cook each of those eggs individually separately. It's you all need that helper. So the fact you're usually serving it with hollandaise sauce, right. which is and a you vinegar want that, lemon you sauce, want that right? Yeah. So that's that butter sauce, which is another way of doing eggs too. Yeah. Are we going to get into aiolis and hollandaise and may- mayonnaise? <laughs> that's, Not, a, that's another. That's another episode. <laughs> All right. But if we're talking breakfast, throwing a old uh, hollandaise sauce is definitely a must. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't, yeah. Can't do poached eggs without hollandaise. No. Can no. you? Well, you can. My kids have only just gotten into them. Like, you, you you, can. Uh, the Atlas now does a, uh, a, a smashed avocado on toast with poached eggs and a little bit of cress. Well, that's top, that's it, not uh, done everywhere. <laughs> it is though. Actually, I was going to say like that's a pretty that's a pretty common breakfast in you know over in Vancouver and and I've never seen it before. You've never seen avocado oh, and toast. Another level. No, I have. <laughs> You're looking at me like that. <laughs> no, I'm being yeah. attacked. Um, well, it's delicious. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. there's a reason everyone wants avocado and toast. It's delicious. On house yeah. house made for cat to toast as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeesh. Definitely. I do miss a, a, or the Atlas 
You know gotcha. what the one that no one does in any restaurants, which I always love doing? It's just... Is the old baked egg. Like, what, what? is it? Toad in the hole? Am yeah. I saying that one right? With the old little piece of toast and that. Yeah. Or doing like a Spanish Spanish egg or whatever, where you'd like take a nice... nice. What is that dish I'm thinking of? Anyways, I know what you're talking about. Uh, the name... Uh, but they end up almost poached, but you're poaching them in like a tomato sauce almost. Yeah. So you're doing them in, in the sauce. You're actually oh, like cooking yeah. it all off and then you throw your egg. Oh, it's so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. That's really, I don't have that nearly enough. So it's a big, like a beans or tomato yeah. based. And then you just see the eggs sitting on top. That's definitely not toad in the hole. <laughs> no, but, but toad in the hole. But I'm just saying like that same baked idea. in the oven. You know, you speaking know. of which, actually, we're talking about eggs and, and what have you. And like, I would say that whenever I like the times that I was in England or Britain um, you guys have a different approach on eggs like I just find that your tolerance or the general preparation you'd find in a restaurant a little bit different like I found everywhere I went if you ordered eggs or had eggs they were always a bit runny versus here where you wouldn't if you ordered scrambled eggs and they came out runny person would send them back mm. but they're they're a little bit funny. yeah i mean i think wherever you go in the world when you're talking like northern hemisphere the further east you go the kind of aurora and they have things you know the steak yeah in you know europe is generally served rare and then you go to britain and it's medium rare and then you come to america and it's well done yeah. you know and it, i i, I oh, feel yeah. that things are, are less done you know, the more east you go, yeah, it's sure. really general comment. But I, uh, yeah, and I also found too. Again, if bringing it back to eggs, I found too that your uh, your version, your interpretation, or your definitive uh, English breakfast is quite oh, different yeah. than here. It is, yeah. I'm really getting into the North American style breakfast at the moment. Yeah. The idea of pancakes and bacon and maple syrup mixing with bacon oh <laughs> delish um and i have that all the time actually but the english breakfast is oh. fantastic yeah oh yeah i like i love roasted tomatoes roasted yeah, yeah. Oh, tomatoes like that's one of my favorite things so yeah. like the fact that that's included the baked beans mm. yeah the fried bread, bread. Oh, yeah. fried bread yeah, yeah. i witnessed it's cold <laughs> no it's not cold well that's well what do you why does england have those those toast uh, holders. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, where so you toast it, it and then you put it in the holder, and it's like cools it down. Whereas like here we're like I don't think that's designed to cool it down. <laughs> it does <laughs> probably would. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually agree with that. Um, but the I mean I once went to uh, New York and I was in a hotel. I was very young, and I was like, oh my god, there's fried bread on the buffet, and I couldn't believe it. And it was actually at the bottom of the huge tray of sausages, and it was literally there to absorb the to fat. Absorb the fat. <laughs> 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 um, my mum and dad were like that's a little bit greasy <laughs> it was like score yeah and then I was at a, a hotel in London it makes it sound like I'm just yeah. this jet setting always staying in a hotel right. the yeah. two times I've ever stayed in a hotel in my life <laughs> but I, there was an English breakfast buffet and there was an American looking a little bit confused by the fried bread and I, I just said don't, don't be alarmed eat it it's delicious do you know what she did what she if I had to guess she lived in San Francisco okay. she lived a very healthy lifestyle she had her avocado and toast no do you know what she did though she went and got fresh fruit and put it on the fried bread what <laughs> i was like no that's gonna that's not helping anybody <laughs> those flavors are not gonna 
combine yeah. the way you think they are. Well, Fry uh, bread is something you do when you feel dirty. Since, yeah. we're, since we're talking about England, I have to talk about the worst breakfast I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and it was in England? It, it was, was in Scotland. England. No, it was not. Oh. It was in it was in an airport in England, which goes to show. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah but yeah. you know, you get off the plane, you're airport like, foods, I'm so. like, I got to eat. Sure. I need something. And there's lineups at every other restaurant but this one. So I go into <laughs> it. And I'm not going to drop names. Yeah. But it was so amusing that the breakfast was so bad because every item that was on there yeah. was done wrong. Right, really. Like they had overcooked the eggs to the point that the water was separating out of the eggs. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So there was like these eggs on there with a pool of water next to them. Ugh. And then the beans that they had on there were cold. Oh, it's not difficult to keep them warm, is it? I know, exactly. And anyways, as I'm going through, like, what should have been crispy was soggy, and what was supposed to be (laughs) soft and moist was, like, burnt. Was it a buffet? No, it was literally, they brought this dish to me, and I was like... I, wow. I ate like three bites of it, and I was like, "I can't eat this." Is this? Is, and but I'm I was amused because I was like, "I can't believe you've done so poorly on this." Yeah. <laughs> wow, you must have been trying to fail. <laughs> exactly, they yeah. were like they put as little effort into putting that plate up as they possibly could. So you get a really good English breakfast if you go on holiday to England. Go to somewhere like Devon or Cornwall. Yeah, uh, right. go to a little bre- bed and breakfast. Someone who's been doing it for years. They oh. will make an amazing breakfast. Yeah. I had some amazing yeah. breakfasts over there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And black pudding. Black pudding for breakfast. Not a fan. Not a fan? You tried it? Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same with blood sausage. They just can't get past it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I love haggis. And I guess, if really? I don't know if you go north of the border, oh, haggis is gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny because really I don't mind, like, I don't mind rare meats, but you know take that blood and put it in a sausage and i'm like mm, yeah that's why it's clotted yeah <laughs> well i think we're getting off of it yeah we topic. are we are getting off topic Sorry. <laughs> no worries uh i think we just talked about cooking with i think we we're talking about cooking eggs and why they're so great to work with and yeah i think we just stayed with breakfast straight off yeah pretty much pretty much well well i guess it, it, like if we were gonna wrap things up or wind things down um did we determine what is your favorite way to have an egg? I think I said poached. Yeah, poached. But now I'm thinking scrambled. Well, yeah. you have one egg type for the rest of your life. Mm. What is it? Yeah. If I could only have one more for the rest of my life, it would be poached. Really? Yeah. I can't answer that question. <laughs> answer the question. I don't think I would. Okay. I don't think I could. You I get no eggs then. I, I will get... You know what? Let's just go with a hard-boiled egg. I just love a hard-boiled egg. I really? can literally eat a dozen hard-boiled eggs. Yeah. It's probably no one wants to be around yeah, me after i've done that but but yeah i'll go scrambled scrambled yeah yeah delicious yeah i love it just a classic egg i mean where would we be in the cooking field without eggs mm. if you think about how many ingredients like all how many sauces yeah how many baked goods all of our desserts yeah like everything mm, between eggs and dairy man that's everything we do and it's the way we start most of our days right yeah unless you do a shake Hey, fitness guy. There's oatmeal people and yogurt people and whatever. I've gone through those phases, but I always come back to eggs. But I guess we should finish. Well, I would like to ask or ask you out there if if you uh, send us in how you like your eggs the best. We'd love to hear from you about how you like your eggs. And I think to finish this episode Uh, up, I would like to mention the contest. The person that does the that bring tells us the most interesting way they would like their eggs is going to get a few liters of egg whites. (laughs) 
<laughs> we'll get frozen egg whites. We'll get two liters of frozen egg whites delivered to their house. Great. So now no one's going to message in. Uh, and I guess, yeah, well, last of all, to finish this off, we'll let our listeners know what you do with all your egg whites. Yeah, what do you do with them all? Well, I microwave them. <laughs> what? Because you can put them in a plastic bowl, put them in the microwave for five minutes, and they're perfect. Just add know, salt or something. Do you remember? Let's let's back step a couple of steps here. Do you remember when I said I make um, egg salad, like egg sandwich, egg salad yeah. sandwich, and it has to be the way I do it. Yeah. I can't have it any other way. I remember in 1980, 81, 82, I was very young. My grandmother had just gotten a microwave and she said, look what I can do whenever you want. When I can make you an egg sandwich. She microwaved an egg, chopped it up, mixed it with some mayo, put it on some bread I had one bite, felt like I was going to vomit, and I was like, never again will I allow somebody else to make me that sandwich. Yeah. Um, well, the reason I was doing it is mostly due to fitness. So right. I wouldn't, yeah. it, it, it's not easy, and the fact that a lot of them are still down in the freezer shows that it's not something you can do a lot. Um, the conclusion I've come to across the year is that if you just add egg whites to as many things as you can then yeah. you get that protein intake but you can't just be chugging down you know pints of protein every single yeah. day so when i'm making egg on toast for example i'll do two eggs and then i'll probably add two or three eggs worth of egg white into it so right. it's just a little bit leaning towards that protein edge but i can only use about a pint you, there's a reason why you can get it is because it's not that great <laughs> all right well, well Eggs. Eggs. Interesting. I kind of like the idea that you hit us with the topic with zero preparation. Yeah. Maybe we should do that again once in a while. <laughs> Just for you, Derek, because you, <laughs> okay. you don't like to prep. So it's... <laughs> I don't. I'm much more... I love talking off the cuff. I hate doing prep. Yeah. So. So. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Edible Valley Podcast and enjoy your eggs out there. Thank you. And that wraps up another episode of the Edible Valley Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. And a special thanks goes to the local businesses that help support our podcast. They make it possible for us to showcase your local food community. We'd love you to follow us on your preferred social media at Edible Valley, where you can check out our blog, find recipes and tips, behind the scenes, and of course, keep a lookout for where we are going to turn up next in your Edible Valley. <laughs> and this has been 